it is so amazing what a week being on the bike can do. I am so freaking organized this week. Uh, yes. Bye or bike? Bye. I thought you said bike. No, bike by week. I generally thought you said bike. Just what the hell are you doing on the bike? <laughs> well, I do have one of them. Mm. And that's something for a New Year's resolution thing. Oh, fair enough. Fair yeah, nice. Why not? Why not? Why not? Uh, but yes, it is Thursday. It is nine UK Cowboys time. Uh, Lawn's gone. I'm sure he's going to come back. Uh, but yes, it's the pregame show for this week's game for the Green Bay Packers. Um, yes, quite an interesting matchup this one. Um, Lawn's coming back in. Now, one of the things, right, that I always start the show off doing is I always go, what's your thoughts and feelings on this week's game? I'm going to bypass that this week. And I'm going to go, what's your thoughts and feelings on the idea of Odell Beckham Jr. coming to the Cowboys? I'm in favour of it, to be honest. Mm -hmm. like, as, as, as long as the money's right and it's Disney... It's, and, it, how would I say it? Disney damages in terms of draft, like no draft, um, salary cap, then I'm all for it. Like, mm -hmm. He'll definitely add more depth and whatever or not to the team and that, whatever or not. Like his skill set can definitely help maybe rise up to the occasion for the other wide receivers as well. We kind of saw that way when he went to the Rams. He helped elevated Cooper Cup to really take that like larger stride. And he did play like a receiver number two when he was there. So um, but yeah, I'm fully in favor of it. I mean, um, Needless to say, like I'm not against the idea of Brandon Cooks as well. I know there's still rumours about that, uh, potentially. Mm. So I'm down for one or the other. But do we really need them? You could say maybe, but adding them just adds more fire to fire to the furnace. So yeah, Lon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you know he seems to have matured. He's not the same petulant guy that he was that um, caused the Giants to uh, get rid of him yeah. um, you know he, but the, the only thing is he's talking about wanting a two or three year deal now at the same time as as we know you know we've got a lot of decisions to be making in the next couple of years particularly next year when you've got guys like Terrence Steele coming up um, you know th there's, a, there's a hell of a lot on the salary cap plus you know, is he going to do much this year? There seems to be up in the air as to when he's going to be ready to go. You know, just this weekend, you know, I think it was Jay Glazer who was saying it was going to be uh, early November and then Rappaport is now saying it's going to be mid-December or something like that. So there's conflicting arguments as to when he's going to be ready. Yeah, it'd be great to have him ready for the playoffs or whatever if, you, you, you know, providing we don't drop off the off the side of a mountain or whatever, but um, I th yeah, I th I'm I'm uh, I'm in favour of it if it's a good deal for us and it's it's not going to put us against cap hell. Yeah, and I mean I think the big thing at the moment because he's obviously he's still available, um, and uh, you know a lot of people talking about you know oh let let's you know yes let's get him in and everything else. But here's the trouble. He's he's a 30-year-old coming in who hasn't played in a year 
and has yep. two ACL injuries. And I think on the that's same, what on the same knee as well. Yes, yeah. and that's what's slowing the process down. And I think because you think there's not just the Cowboys, there are other teams that are going to be interested that have, you know, um, available cap space and uh, you know, uh, you know that that will need him on their roster. Nobody else has. It is funny, though, because here's the ticks in the boxes. I don't know if you heard what Odell said. Is he turned around, and at the moment, he's living in uh, North Texas. Uh, That's where his family live. And he turned around and he said, uh, if I was going to go to any team, I want it to be somewhere close to home. (laughs) You're like, okay. Uh, (laughs) On six wins, and you're like, okay. And uh, need a wide receiver. And you're going, okay, so basically you're saying you want to play for Dallas. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but without actually mentioning the name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, it feels like you're in court trying to evade the question, but you actually are answering the question in a weird way, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I, I get what some people are saying. They're all like, or is this just another ploy? So... It raises his price because obviously, as soon as you say Dallas Cowboys, it puts an extra digit onto your contract. Yeah, we saw that time and time again, especially when it comes to the draft. Especially when it comes to the draft, it does happen. I I mean, the other other one that he's been linked with is obviously Kansas City. Now, Kansas City's probably just as close. Um, You know, what is it? Six six hour drive from Dallas to Kansas City, I think. So, um, you know, you could almost say that's the they're certainly six wins or above. They're needing, you know, they're always keen to stack wide receivers as well. So for that offense, so you know, potentially he's he is keeping his options open. But yeah, yeah. obviously the the closest to home is probably Dallas. I think for likes of Beckham, though, and here's my theory on this. Right, he oh. knows he's in a tough situation as well when it comes to negotiating with money because of the ACL injury. But with his name alone, does bring market and value. So he can earn more money being in the market and side of things outside of football, being a Dallas Cowboy fan from endorsements and whatever and that. He can still, like, he'll get probably get a lot more endorsements than he ever, ever did. Then he did at Cleveland and he did at New York and even LA just because yeah. it's the Dallas Cowboys. So there's that perspective on it. That could be one of the leverage points Jerry might throw in. It's just like, we might not be able to give you your salary that you're demanding. We're, we're in the low ballpark here, but you can. But if you were to say, well, here's the, all these different companies will want to endorse you and they can pay you for advertisements. It's, it's extra work, yeah, but at least you'll be getting that money in a more higher upscale. So there is that perspective. Yep. Yeah. Not many, no, not many people talk about that. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, playing in Texas as well, Texas. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, the, 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 the money. Like, like he can always ask for like I don't know if if it's possible in the NFL, but he might ask for a cut in terms of jer- jersey revenue and stuff like that, merchandise or whatever. Not so. You, he, he. Either way, if he does sign for his mar- the marketing wise will be off the off the chain. Oh no! For, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, the other issue you've got with OBJ coming to Dallas is, you, if you think about it, is he going to be happy being a wide receiver three when we know what he's like character-wise? Because he is. He's going to be behind CD Lamb, and he's going to be behind Gallup. He I is. don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I really mm. don't know. 
like behind Gallup, I six and a half a dozen. Because you think about I, it, think of the connection those players uh, have. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, like he'll be wanted one and obviously compete, but it's a hard one, mate. It's a hard. I, I, I think it's a bit unfair saying he's going in there as a number three. Like he may have good intentions to be a number two, or even try and play like a number one. You may have the best intentions. That's that, that's down to Kellen Moore's decision. End of the day. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I I reckon you go to almost what we had with Amari in that you have the one one A one B one C. So yep. you got three potential number one receivers, albeit at, at the moment the performance hasn't shown that. Um, you know, is but is he going to be a progress stopper for, you know, get gallops on a five-year deal? Um, you got C.D. Lamb potentially for another two or three years after this before you sign him to another deal as well. Um, you, you here, know, here's, a, here's, a, here's one for you, Lauren. I think if we were to sign Beckham, right, that might actually lower the lower the expectations of a, a cheaper contract with Lamb, potentially. When you think about it, like if Lamb's not getting the ball as much as well, like in terms of the shared distribution to your wide receivers, then there's a chance where you can actually maybe like if the stats are going down because of the distribution and what uh, from Kellen Moore's offense. Then, in terms of money, that can go down as well. So there's that potential as you can think about. It's like I know I'm maybe reaching in terms of that point of point of view, but it's it's worth noting, you know. It it is, but then at the same time, conversely, you could have um, you know, CD Lamb's numbers are going down. He and his agent aren't happy with the the amount of um, plays he's getting in the in the games and you know he then decides that it's going to be a better to have a fresh start so don't do don't do an extension with dallas um you know wait wait play out five years or whatever and then you know hit hit the market and you know either take a one-year prove it deal or and then come back and hit pay dirt you know so yeah it's a it's a yeah. tough one. It really is. Like either way, I think I think we're all in agreement. We would love to have Odell Beckham in the team as long as it's team friendly in terms of finances and can we actually utilize him on the field properly? That's it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because they, they are, and you know, uh, I wrote it this week as well that something that the Cowboys need to learn from last year is that they lacked, when they got to the end of the season, when you think of the injuries and the parts that were missing, we were just lacking a, a full roster going into the postseason. So why not learn from that? And I know it could be at the detriment of other players' contracts. You know, Donovan Wilson's one that, that you're going to have to look at too. Mm-hmm. You know, there's players like this. Um, and so, you know, do you win today and worry about tomorrow another day? Um, is what we're going for, really, isn't it? Well, here's the question right now with regards to our right receivers, and thanks for DG Dog, one of our regular viewers. Um, do we pick up the fifth option for CD Lamb? Yeah. I think we will. Yeah. I think we're going to yeah. have to. I think we're going to have to in terms of, like, 
how things are kind of panning out right now. So I think that's the case. Um, I don't think we're going to be lucky in what we did for Leighton Vanderish in terms of getting him on a cheaper contract by not renewing him. Yeah, Vanderash is slightly different. That that was it's, a, that was injuries. That, yeah, that that was yeah. that that was a that was a fluke, to be honest. Mm. And I, yep. like, I really was a fluke. So, um, Joe's saying I agree with you all, especially knowing Jerry. He really doesn't want to pay in the big big contracts. Yeah, like Jerry's been stung too many times back in the past when he's overpaid for players and and it just never delivered. So I don't blame Jerry. I don't blame Stephen. Like, if they don't pull the trigger, like, if there's one thing we have been critical is, like, they haven't made the big moves in players, like Von Miller, who has been producing for the Bills, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's a... Not every contract is always going to be a pure, like, I'm giving you all this money, go perform. It's never always going to be the case. You will get ones that will rise up to the occasion. Some don't. Mm. Um and I think Jerry's just been very conservative on that matter, and I don't blame him. To be fair, I don't blame him. Yeah, I mean, I, I can, I can see it as well. Sorry, Don. I can see it if if this was a, a similar situation to Charles Haley, where <laughs> you know, literally, we were one player away. Yeah, and you know, that player was worth it. To, to give up both the money and the draft capital. So, similarly, Dion, obviously, the difference between us and the 49ers in 1994 was Dion, um, you know, and then we went out and as soon as Dion became available, we went and signed Dion and we went back to the Super Bowl. Um, you know, Jerry is willing to, to spend that, but look at, look at the Rams this year. Rams went all in last year. And you know oh. they've they've fallen off a cliff this year, and they're, you know, they're potentially looking at if they don't win this weekend, they're out. Of the, they're going to be out of the playoffs. Um, albeit their their division is particularly poor at the moment. Um, you know they they they're all clustered together, so uh, there's no forerunner from that division at all. Yes. Yeah, well, let's get into the news and updates, and we'll look into this week's game, shall we, guys? Let's do it. Yep. Let's rock. All right. Now, if you haven't read the Green Bay Packers practice report... <laughs> it's bad. It's really bad. <laughs> oh, 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 my goodness. Make yourself a drink, because you're going to be reading for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> on... Honestly, folks, when I saw the injury report, I was like, "Wow!" Mm. Like, like Aaron Rodgers is on there. Like, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm generally surprised. It's nearly the whole 53 man roster. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, it's like, do you even have a team to actually bring out on Sunday? Like, don't get me wrong. It's gonna do us a favor for yeah. us on Sunday, but we cannot let that slide. We still need to go out there and perform and put the the game towards the Packers at Lambeau Field, which we've not managed to do. Well, was it the past two visits? We've not. Dax rookie year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and we've also lost the playoff game as well, the Des Corrett game as well. Mm. That was back back in 2014. Yeah. So that's the same year. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's not. Oh the no, same no, year. no. That that was the year two, before. Yeah, yeah. Two yeah. years before. Two, 2014. 2014. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, 
Um, but the DJ Dogs just mentioned Rashad Gary's out for the year. Yeah, so yeah. that's that, that's going to be good for our run game, especially. I think Eric Stokes might be out too. He's struggling mm. with an injury, so they have a lot of bad parts. An interesting one that came up: Mason Crosby with a back injury. As Cowboys fans with kickers and back injuries, we know that feeling. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So uh, some not interesting... just not, not just not just that, mate. Mason Crosby has always been a kryptonite against us as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, him and Aaron Rodgers, but yeah. Um, so it is interesting to see what is going on. I've got the list here. Uh, the other one that I found quite interesting was Chris Barnes, uh, linebacker. Uh, he's on concussion protocol. So was Christian Watson, but he's actually playing. So I'm assuming he's um, past whatever it is. Aaron Rodgers was right thumb. So I don't know. Uh, the other well, you actually saw you actually saw last week in the game against Detroit that some of his passes just whether well, whether he's got a similar situation to. A Dak Prescott's yeah. thumb yeah. or whatever, and he's trying to play through it. Or are not, off, mechanics are off, isn't they? Mechanics are off. A lot of the pa- a lot of the passes at the in the end zone were wounded ducks, and I mean you saw them. They moved the ball down the field on the you know that first drive against the Lions. They moved down the field, and the Lions must have been thinking, "Christ, this is going to be one of those days where we're just going to they're going to put up a fifty burger on us," mm-hmm. and then. Yeah. You know they get into they get into the red zone and Aaron Rodgers throws a pick, and then mm. he comes back and throws another pick, and then he comes back and throws three picks. I mean, it, he's that, never the, thrown the, three red the zone third. picks. And, no, and, but the third and, pick was the worst. Yeah, and yeah. the third was the worst. But here's a question: Did Aaron Rodgers did he actually blame any like other than himself this time? No, here's an interesting one. Everyone's seen the video of him slamming the phone down on the sideline. But one that people seen less of is after the second pick, Sammy Watkins, who, by the way, may not play this week either. So that's yep. two wide receivers because Romeo Dubs is in doubt as well. Um, Aaron Rodgers is in, uh, Aaron Jones is Aaron in doubt Jones. as well yep. with an ankle. He was leaving on crutches. So that's not looking very uh, promising. Because and he's, a, a he's a cowboy, he's a cowboy killer. He's he's a cowboy. Yeah, I mean, how, how many times has he come in and run for four touchdowns? Or yeah, oh, okay. Okay. he's got the speed. That, tw- that twenty fifteen year, I think twenty fifteen oh. or twenty sixteen year. That was yeah, sixteen. Yeah, because yeah. he's got the speed. That's the trouble, and we'll get on to it when we talk about the Cowboys' defense. Um, so that was quite interesting. Um. For the Cowboys, though, Anthony Barr is the only one that's looking like he's not going to be playing this week. He still hasn't played. The practice report today says um, he didn't participate. Mm-hmm. Um, Donovan Wilson, <laughs> I love this one. He's on the practice report with Tooth. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, he'll, he'll have toothache or something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. just a case. Get, yeah. get to I just love seeing it. You just see, you see tooth, <laughs> and you're like, okay, yeah. okay, um, okay. There should be an hour reason for that. He could have, he had a, un, like a hospital appointment, a dentist appointment at that time during training. We don't know, for all we know. Um, uh, that's what was on it, but Jake Ferguson is on there today with an illness. Um, tight end is going to be very important in this game, which we will absolutely, get. yep. 
attack in the middle of that field is going to be quite important. So, yes, that is it on the update so far. Obviously, there's still the OBJ news floating around in there, um, so we will wait and see. But the only other news I wanted to add is uh, Mike McCarthy going up against Green Bay, his his old team. Um, an interesting statistic, because uh, you know what? You know what I'm like, Paul? You know I like the statistics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that um, <laughs> if he beats Green Bay this weekend, he will be one of eight coaches to have beaten all 32 teams as a head coach. Oh, very interesting. There's a new, there's a new, there's an article for you right there, mate. I've done mine for the week, <laughs> but uh, that's uh, quite, that's quite an interesting one. But I'm, I'm not actually that like. The whole thing about McCarthy going to Green Bay, like that's just smoking the water. That to me, like mm. I, I just, I just want Dallas just to go down there and just, just lay into them, hit them, hit them where they're already down, because they've done it to yep. us for the past multiple, uh, multiple um, games um, in recent history. It's about time we delivered something back to them. Yeah, and this and is a good time to do it. Absolutely, especially how Rogers is playing right now. He is definitely like, he's checked he, out. He's checked out. He's checked out big time. Like, mm. like I would say that the, the moment he checked out was when he was in London. Yeah, I was thinking that. That yeah. that that last minute play for it was like watching Russell Wilson thrown it against the New England Patriots all over again. Yeah. It really it was. was. Very reminiscent. And it, it was but it was really bad. Really bad. This is how checked out he is, right? And I know we'll talk about more on the defense side. It's on, it's on the Ali Ashka, whatever it's called. Yeah, uh, well, he, he yeah. throws the second interception. He's sitting down on his own, first of all. Okay. Sammy Watkins comes over to talk to him. Aaron Rodgers, as Sammy Watkins is talking to him, Aaron Rodgers stands up and walks off. <laughs> Honestly, he's I've, checked out. He's done. He's that's it. I thought he, I he has a question. He has a question. Would we might actually get to see Jordan Love get on the field this game? I think they got their bye week coming up in a few weeks. If it's as bad as this by the bye week, I can see post bye Jordan mm -hmm. Love comes in then. Yeah, Chris, I think he's yep. now. I think he's now learned enough. Well, I'm not. I, I've got some friends that Packers fans there now in that version. It's like, okay, we've had Jordan Love under Rogers' realm as a backup for X amount of years now. Is it now time to kind of let him take the rein, essentially? And and I, the next I, three I games. Think you do because, I think you do because obviously he's coming up for his third year. You've then got to make the decision that. Um, you know, have you seen enough to to warrant his fifth year contract um, option? And then, you know, you know, Aaron Rodgers is, albeit, you know, potentially he has to stay on the roster because unless he retires, unless he retires, that's the be, only way they're going to be in salary cap hell because oh, yeah. it's something stupid. And I mean, this is all his own doing because, yep. you know. As much as Brady is faltering, you know, Brady has always put the team first and he has taken yeah. pay cuts after pay cuts. And, and that's, that's you know, a team I, player, yeah. 
Yeah, and I mean, I was I was watching that I watched that game on sun, Sunday night, and you just had that feeling that Brady was going to come back and win that game, and you could just see it that you know he he was staying patient with everybody. Yeah, he was venting his frustration when he went to the sideline a little bit, but he was keeping it out of the way of everybody else. He wasn't getting in everybody's faces like Aaron Rodgers is. But at the same time, Aaron Rodgers, all this, you know, oh, I'm going to retire. No, I'm not going to retire. You know, and then, yeah. you know. Yeah, he says that nearly. He, yeah, he says that nearly every week on the Pat McAfee show. He's like, yeah, I'm thinking about retiring. Maybe, maybe not. I'm going to smoke some Alaska. Whatever I'm doing. Here's another one, you know, you're talking about that. Like, he's on there, rather than being a leader and like going, like, yeah, I, I'm to blame. He's talking and he's like going, I think there's players that deserve to have less reps, less time on the field. And you're just like, whoa, now this is like crazy. And it's true that Aaron Rodgers has, you know, when this is their game, yeah that their season effectively is done. They're on a five-game losing streak. If they beat the Cowboys, that for Green Bay Packers fans, that's a bonus, yeah? But here's the crazy part is they could lose you, right? Their next three games as well is the Cowboys, yeah? So that's yep. going to be a hard game for them. Then mm -hmm. they got the Titans, Ooh. and then they got the Eagles, Hopefully they might do us a favor when it's a different quarterback for Green Bay that might be starting. They might actually pull one off on the Eagles. So hopefully, uh, I don't see it though, the way they're playing. Uh, you think about but it. Here's, here's the thing. Like so, Dave Hillman made a really good point in this that uh, today actually on Speak. Um, it's like yes, the Eagles may be eight and zero, but who if they really actually? It is true. It is true. Like, yeah, it is they've true. not really proved that they, they're not really proven themselves to be this eight and old team, mm. like this juggernaut of a team that. Like, look at the Steelers the other year. Yeah, like yeah, or like, like if you were to put them up against Kansas City or Buffalo, your chances are you're going to see the Eagles lose. High chance of that. The way how they're not they're better all... than the Cowboys for stars. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, even though, like, like even though we lost, the, the, yeah, we we can make up any excuse in the world because we had a bar cup or whatever. Not, but end of the day, like fair play, Eagles, they won that game. Fair enough. But is that a convincing win? No. Is that a convincing eight and zero team? No. Are they on their high horse? Absolutely. Are they, they on struggle drugs? against Houston? Are they on drugs? Yeah. Yes, they are. Like, <laughs> so. I mean, they, 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 the the Houston game will tell you all you need to know. Just watch yep. the Eagles versus Houston, and you go, wow, but, which team is supposed to be the better team here? <laughs> who's who's the one that's, like, the best, and which one's the worst? And you'll struggle and that, to find That was with it, Brandon Cooks. That was with it, him. Houston. Houston had... Yeah, uh, that's right. He was out. Oh, and it wasn't for injury reasons. It was for personal reasons as well. It was because of the whole trade yeah, deadline. Yeah, yeah scenario he was just not happy didn't want to be part of the team that night but even with your star wide right receiver Houston were still amongst the game they were still in it mm. like, yeah. it's like so for this 8-0 team that everyone keeps raving about well well not everyone I'm talking about the the speedles or whatever you want to call them the, the dirty birds um keep raving about it. it's like oh yeah everyone keeps talking about it. it's like, oh, actually, the only reason we're talking here is because you're just absolute idiots so 
shut up. <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry. Right, I'm sorry. I'm scared going up for a rant here. I do apologize. <laughs> let's get to the Cowboys offense. We're all yeah. in. Should we do it? <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. yeah. <laughs> All right, we're into it. So here's a good question for you guys, right? And I'm going to do it this way, just to look at the Cowboys' offense. At this stage last year, we're on the same record, right? But let's go through. On based on performance, is Dak Prescott doing better at this stage this year than he was last year? Hard to say because he's not played really. Like, like you based on what you've seen. Well, based on his last game, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So here's another one. Running backs. So this is Zeke and Tony together. Are they playing better at this stage now, this year, than they were last year? I think it's still the same. Yeah, I I think. Because Zeke had that PCL too. Yeah, and now, he, and now Zeke's got an MCL sprain, you know, and, yeah. and we don't know if, you know, there is question, do you play him this weekend? Um, mm. You know, the, obviously he didn't practice or was limited yesterday in practice. Um, you know, is he is he going to ramp it up towards the weekend or do you give him another week to, because obviously you're going up against, what they're seven and one at the moment. You're going up against the Vikings next week, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but I would say they're playing better than last year. The running backs. I mean, it's six and a half a dozen. I definitely think we've known that we're starting to get that continuity, that identity within the offensive line now, which um, like which I think is the biggest uh, step up from last year under Joe Philbin's uh, tenure as offensive yeah. lineman coach. This season yeah. has been an improvement. Don't get me wrong, it's been a wee shaky start, but up till now, it's been like Terrence Steele has been fantastic. Bayadish mm-hmm. is what giving up zero sacks in terms of according mm-hmm. to PFF. So, like, I mean, if anything, a lot of credit is down to the O line as well. Like, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for them opening up those gaps and stuff like that, like, and that was one of our biggest worries. But in terms of the running backs, I mean, it's six and a half a dozen. Like, I, I would slightly just nudge it better than last year, but not by much, if that makes sense. I'd say it is because of the way Tony's playing. That's what I'm going for. Um, I, I mean, Tony had some good games last year as well, and nah, I, I mean, in terms of health-wise, I think we're in a better state than last yes, year. Yes, that's yeah. the big one. Yeah. Health, and I think, health, I think health the wise, emphasis, yes. I think the emphasis of the offence this year has changed to be you know, primarily run first, particularly right. in the period where Cooper Rush was playing. It was establish the run and then let Cooper go with the play action passes. And then Dak came in and Dak hasn't rocked the boat. He's, he's stuck with the game plan. He hasn't, you know, as I've said, you know, he hasn't come to a line and gone kill, kill, kill just about every single play. <laughs> um, you know, so he's, he's actually that, that, running that's Cooper. A, that's a t-shirt that... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but is the next one wide receiver call? This is pretty easy. Are they better at this stage this year, or were they better at this stage last year? Last year, yeah, easy. Last year, yeah, Cooper. Um, tight end though, better, better, much Easily. better, way different. Way um, different. but here's a more of a trickier one, and you guys, I'm going to leave you to answer. What about the offensive line? 
I'm going to say better. I'm going to say better as well. I, I mean, by this point last year, you were already, you'd subbed Connor Williams out for Connor McGovern. You know that you played in three, four games and then you subbed Connor Williams back in because you weren't getting the, the running game there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, great. McGovern wasn't giving up the penalties that, uh, Williams was, but you just weren't getting anything going, and Don't McGovern was weak. Balls. McGovern has yeah. t- McGovern has taken a step forward this year in everything he's done. His run blocking, you know, is, come on, leave it there. Yeah, and he, yeah. I mean, even he's he's not been a a major liability in his pass protection either this year. I don't think. Um, no, it, it's just it's just been moments where he's been caught out. I would say. Yeah, um, yeah. when it comes to McGovern, like looking back at the film and that, like I think obviously with the the Rams game in particular, that was and that was kind of more of a you're going up against Aaron Donald. You can't expect that. Yeah. Um, mm. but but uh, but other than that, it's been well. In fact, well, Washington was a bit of a surprise. I thought he wasn't well performed against Washington because um, what's the, what's the name? Is it Darren Payne? Uh, Darren Payne, the, the nose tackle for Washington. Yeah, right. Like he yeah. had, a, like he was quite effective against McGovern in that game. I thought so, but but other than all, like like you're saying there, Lauren, I thought his run blocking has been really, really yeah. solid. Yeah, and yeah. and don't forget, think about the other side of the ball with Terrence Steele. Like we had last year, we had the whole issue with Lyle Collins with the whole outside of football stuff, then getting suspended and coming back in again, and he just wasn't playing up to strategy. It's like, we should actually be playing steel ahead of Collins. Now Collins is gone. So I think, like, with when you, in hindsight, it looked bad at the start of the season. Yeah, we drafted a new like, left guard, left tackle, and Tyler Smith, but over and all, how things have kind of shaped up, we're in a much better state than we were last year. And now that yeah. Ty- Tyron Smith is coming mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. and we've got Jason Peters there, like we, we're actually in a bit more, we've got a bit more stability going forward uh, to this I- season. And, and that's one thing we did not have in that second half of that season. And they're fourth yeah. in fewest sacks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is, and, and that's again, and I will take. Until we actually till the season's over, I will hold my judgment. But for till now, like Joe Philbin is doing a good job, I will not give him full credit yet. <laughs> I won't give him because I, 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 I still have I still have my pet peeves about him sometimes. But yeah, of course, but he is he is making me eat my favorite saying: eating some humble pie, like mm. Sam Williams has been doing this year. <laughs> yeah, which we will get to. Yeah. Um, but we'll go back to the running backs, um, which is why I was doing that little experiment there, that asparagus. So what I was thinking, <laughs> what I was going to say is that <laughs> is that um, the Packers run defense. Now they play the three four, you know, an odd front. Yep. So um that opens that up quite, the, that that opens up the middle a lot more for us though. Yeah, um, ironically, the middle is where they're struggling because they're, they're three guys and they've lost Rashawn Gary. Um, he's gone to IR for the season. Um, they're guys in the middle. So now you're gonna have um Kingsley Ignag Barre taking his position, who's a rookie. You've also got uh, another one. Who's the other rookie? The defensive lineman. Uh, Couldn't Wyatt. Wyatt. 
Um, they've got him in there. So at the moment, the middle uh, of that line is <laughs> by Lorne. <laughs> yep, Lorne's bad. Run again. Yeah, yeah. The wind's blowing his cable. So, um, uh, yeah, they've got issues at the moment. But, yeah, their nose tackle is really struggling in being able to um, get off blocks. There we are. He's back. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's... It's very interesting to see what's going to happen. Like from from a fee four defense, you're you're there is always the risk of you're opening up the gaps for like especially when because normally in a free free front, it's basically your your tackles and your center are basically in control and that that leaves one of the like because normally the nose tackle is always going to get double teamed and or um, double team block and moving upfield, and mm. it leaves the other guard to move upfield to the linebacker to if, especially in a run play. Or pick up the blitz or whatever, and that. Um, so it'll be. It's just, it's just. It's the one thing I don't like about a free four. It's just I think it does leave leaves the gap so more for the run game. It's better for pass coverage, yeah. Like, but that's the that's the beauty of this idea. You want it like, and this is where Dan Quinn's defense being a hybrid defense, it switches up all the time. These guys, yep. they they can't, and you think like. The Cowboys at, at the moment um, is running the ball quite effectively. So I think this is a good game where they can attack the middle of that field. Mm-hmm. And if they do decide to go to pass, and say Jake Ferguson is back from his illness too, there's a great place to attack. So oh, you, you, yes. you you run the ball, run the ball, then you attack the middle. And that, that's where they're struggling with your tight ends. Because the lately chance if you're trying to sell on the run, those linebackers are going to move right downfield and it's going, oh, yeah. leave, it's going to leave that gap open for the tight end for the likes of Ferguson or Hendershot to go right down the middle. Absolutely. And, and Jair Alexander, who plays cornerback for them, he's quite good. He's pretty effective. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. if you're on the out, if you're trying to target the outside and it's not working, just attack the middle. And I think that's the way to do it, like you said. Yeah, we we could sort of do with Zeke because this is more his his ideal game than you know the the outside run with Pollard is likely you know the the three four actually helps because the wide the the linebackers can actually scrape to the ball. Yes, that's right. Um, yeah. And that you know they can come up, um, but if you're going up the middle, you obviously you have your two guards, you have a scoop block with double mm-hmm. team as Paul says on the on the nose tackle and then you get out to the second level and you get these you take these middle linebackers and then that's leaves you an open field yeah. as well. And we um, know though Lord so, that our, our our guards can create a contact different contact points so see, they can get into the next level. See there's the thing like like so obviously we're expecting to see Tyler Tyler Smith playing left tackle, right? That's the expect that's the expectation. Yeah. But I would not be sub. I, I uh, and hear me out on this, right? Like, for him being that type of aggressive player and the run blocking that he is, shifting back into set. Like, I, I, I may we might see a bit of rotation of him put, put into guard for like certain plays and push like to absolutely annihilate some linebackers out there because that's one mm. thing he he's really good at is getting upfield. Like and up to the secondary to make those additional blocks, we saw that in yeah. multiple occasions. But don't give it. You still do that left tackle, but it depends on the play. But but if you're running on a f- free front, 
like they're not half a shade their heads up against you pretty much yeah then yeah. you're going to have a more difficult job to kind of determine if you're in that left tackle or tackle position to kind of determine okay um to readjust yourself because they can still have the like, it's more of an advantage for those edge rushers in a way like yeah. to either go inside or outside because you're kind of playing second guessing here whereas if you're in the forefront you're more um lined out outside the edge like you're more in a five tech position so you're kind of like you're more expecting to always go outside all the time and if you're on the weak side you're always kind of being on a container or whatever so it's going to be very interesting to see how that transpires but i'm just saying like just kind of you might see smith kind of just push my bike back inside and get like sir peters on on tackle we don't know just saying yeah possible yeah it's a good place um and like the, the crazy bit is as well is that they've they may have lost they may have lost their slot corner so we'll have to keep an eye on that um so there's something to keep an eye on but I think Jair Alexander is probably going to travel with CD. And although the Packers don't use him all that often, uh, <laughs> although they don't use him that often, Jair Alexander from the slot, he is quite good at it. So I think there's going to be a little bit of a mismatch going on, but quite a battle. So that's the one to watch because he can do it. But their safeties, man, I mean, they've given up, I think, between them, like six touchdowns on the year already. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, just before we move on, Mike, I just want to give a shout out yes. to everyone that's comment, commented so far. So from Joe from uh, Joe from Italy, Chris Guerrero, DJ Dog, uh, who else do we have here? There was someone else that mentioned uh, there was Benny mentioned there and we've got a new a new viewer today uh west side of corpus christi so welcome i, I wonder where he lives but um <laughs> yes i do love corpus corpus is lovely um but yeah i mean i think what the way the packers are going to try and do this is they're going to try and put the pressure on Dak. the good thing is is Dak is good at playing under pressure um but they're just basically going to try and make him out think it all but uh, the way i was thinking of it the way i would do this is i just take what they're given and let basically let the packers die on their own sword you know let them lean on their own sword um and do it that way that's the way i would play them just be patient because they're not going to be patient on their side because they've got Aaron Rodgers. yeah <laughs> should we move to the defense for the fun side oh yeah let's do it man yeah let's go we do enjoy the defense. Yes. So the lion backer is back. Um, just so you know, he's being given the award of uh, defensive player of the half. Um, <laughs> we do love a water. <laughs> um, yes. So Michael Parsons has been given that award. Um, he's taken it with um, great grace. <laughs> I don't think it's anything. I think it's just like a C NBC or PFF sort of thing, and they're just like it's half a season. Give give out some awards. There we go. Um, yep. me and Paul have fond memories of watching the NFL award ceremony, though. What the NFL <laughs> award ceremony? 
What one? Like the last one. I don't even recall watching it. Yeah, that's that. That's exactly what I mean. We were very oh. hungover. Oh, mm. there we go. Yeah, there's lots sorry, of. Was... Sorry, man. I'm just a pure loss with that one now. <laughs> it was hours of fun. Um, but yes. Um, so yeah, let's get back into talking about uh the Aaron's Aaron Roger, Aaron Jones. Um, so I mean, both first of all, both are on the injury report, which is important to look at, but both can completely attack the Cowboys where they're weaker, weakest. Um, yep. but as I was saying, this is a game, and I'm doing the same on the offense. I don't know what you guys think. I'm gonna let the Packers lean on their own sword and die that way. And basically, um, just don't try and be too complex. You're going to get into Aaron Rodgers' head. Trayvon Diggs is going to basically follow Alan Lazard, which is the only wide receiver Aaron Rodgers trusts. <laughs> and we've seen it before, like against the Bills, that um, they're running the Packers' running game was winning that game. But Aaron Rodgers will not let the Packers win a game that way. He wants to play hero ball. And that's what I'm going to bank my chips on, that they're going to move from the run and Aaron Rodgers is going to want to win the game on his own. I don't know what you guys think. I I I think you're potentially right. I mean, especially the way everything's going this year. He's, you know, obviously the criticism has been levied at him. And yeah. he's he's gonna take that and say, Well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat the Cowboys on my off my own back and then it'll yeah. be two fingers up two fingers up at the media. Um if he hasn't got Aaron Jones, then you know, they do Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon are potentially, you know, you could use them, you could get their they're the equivalent of Zeke and uh, Tony. Um, you know, Aaron Jones going out on the outside on these Packer toss sweeps that they're using. Um, mm. You know, that's quite effective. But um, And that's obviously the weakness of our defence at the moment. You know, yes. we've got Jonathan Hankins brought in who now has two weeks of acclimatisation into our, into our system. Um, should help shore up that interior run defence. Um, you know, and it's just a case of, you know, th they know that, you know, Anthony Brown, to uh, Trayvon Diggs, you know, they're not willing to come up and tackle as, as effectively as you would expect with a yeah. linebacker. So they're going to try and test the outside run. But yeah. yes, at, at some point, Aaron Rodgers is going to say, no, it's me. Yeah. And, you know, and he's it's, it's going to live or die by him calling the... The, yeah. the shots he he will he will check it out and it's ironic that you say about you know the toss sweeps uh, and Aaron, uh, Aaron Jones because he is fast he he's a rapid yep. running back and the one place because people keep saying about the run defense the issue if you look at the Cowboys run defense isn't the defensive line it's when they go on sweeps and off tackle because uh so basically you're putting the pressure on our cornerbacks to make the tackles. And for whatever reason, Anthony Brown and Trayvon Diggs struggle to make tackles on running backs. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. And if you have a look, that's where the Cowboys are. But, and, and you can see it because look at what's happened in the past. 
that when we're in the middle of the field and they're making these these plays and they end up getting first down and chunk plays on on the ground, when they get into the red zone and it's back to the D line, it stops. The the, the leak in suddenly stops because the D line can stop the running game um, because they they give up a lot of yards but they don't give up a lot of points um, from the, you know two running backs. Um, so I think that 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 the issue isn't the defensive line, it's the defensive backs making a play on the running back when they go on these sweep and off-tackle runs. I think that's the problem. Yeah. yeah. Um, but going back to the defensive line, Tarot Basham's back. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. more, more more depth, more yeah. more things to more things to whatever for our are just sick. Yeah, so I mean, we see Tristan Hill walk out the door, but then we see Tyrell Basham wander in. So that's some good news. Um, because he is a quite effective guy, and I think this is a type of game where you could use a guy like Tyrell Basham, you know, for his size and speed, yeah. uh, which is quite important. Um, Malik Hooker uh, is fit to play, which is good news. Um, but let's talk about the pressure because I think that's what needs that. Well, if, if, you know, Paul, you were mentioning about, um, you know, when they played the Giants in London. Yeah. One thing we saw was pressure getting in his face. Good news is Micah Parsons gets a lot of pressure. He's fourth in the NFL. I think this is a game where you just need to well, see pressure. Is he not technically tied second? But 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 and Fidi is fourth and Fidi, but it's mm, technically possibly, I, 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 I can't remember for sure, but <laughs> but it's basically right up there, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I think it's just the, your game plan is Parsons get in his face. It's got to be right. Yeah, I mean, even if even if you make that make him the focus of the offensive line, so that. You know they're scheming to do that, and then you bring all the other big bodies in, and you, yes. you know, you get the pressure. You get the pressure from that. It'll be another game where if Parsons Parsons isn't directly influencing the play, then you're going to see uh, Tank Lawrence come up and get three sacks. You're going to see Dorrance Armstrong get sacks. You're going to see Osa. You're going to see Neville Gallimore, who you know obviously will be grateful that he wasn't the one that was cut uh, yeah. or traded. Um, you know, be thankful that he, uh, Tristan Hill was the one that was moved on from, um, you know, and they'll get the pressure that way. And Basham's capable of coming in as well, and he can play the edge, and much like Lawrence set, set the edge for uh, run games, uh, the, the runs as well. So, um, you know, all, all of this is just... It's going to be a great rotation, I think, um, and we're just going to be able to create pressure. Well, now, especially against this Green Bay line, so far the Green Bay line have had multiple formations this this yeah. season. I think the 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 only truly last week I think was their first first string offensive line that they've that they've managed to play that everybody that they want back to Yari, etc. Mm -hmm. They're all available to play, so. Um, you know, this is one of the reasons why there is so much pressure being leaked by the Packers' offensive line. Um, 
can they get it back on track this week? Who knows? But it's, it's certainly a tough task for them because they're coming up against a, a Dallas defense that is creating all of this pressure. So, yeah. Uh, and, you know, we was just talking, you know, the, the wide receivers uh, for Green Bay at the moment is bad. Like it, it's, it's yep. in a dire situation where Christian Watson is now going to be a starting wide receiver who's a, I like him. Don't get me wrong. I think it will be a good point. He'll be a good wide receiver in the future for sure. In the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you think there's already no chemistry. There's already no trust with Aaron Rodgers. He's coming in to try and take a role. There's a reason why you probably might see more Watson like being like practicing a bit more with Jordan Love is thinking for the future. Yeah. This is what I'm. This is this is what I'm kind of saying. It's like going back this, on yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like we may expect to see when if Jordan Love does come out. Like I don't think it may be the same what you're kind of saying, but after the bye week, possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something needs to change because, like I say, Aaron Rodgers. There's just so so many things that are wrong. The mechanics are wrong. He's making throws that he knows because uh, uh, well. No, I'll, I'll I'll stop there. The arm talent is still there. I think the arm talent is still there. He's just making bad decisions and his timing is out. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of that going on and that, that he's getting the pressure. Because bear in mind, he's coming up to four years of age, so it's going to all catch up on you in the end. And I think perhaps that's what we're seeing is we're seeing the age. But the Packers, because of the way that they've done this contract, they're stuck in it. I mean, you tested to it earlier, Lorne, that um, they they can't budge. He's untouchable. <laughs> I think, like, yeah. even if they cut him next year, like, they cut him, and it's like 60 million against, you know, dead dead cap. Like, you can't you can't do that. Do you know what I mean? It's just, just way too much. You may as well just hang him, hang on to him. Yeah, I mean, I, I if I was the Packers at I would have forced his hand last year and said, you know, fine, you go off Jeopardy, there you go, that's that's you, you know, and said it's time to move on. I mean, obviously, you had Jordan Love with him for one year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now is the time that you should be thinking about it. Uh, you yeah. can't do... Signing him to this long-term deal, the, the dead, I mean, that just... It made no sense at all mm. other than you were keeping happy um mm. and, and i think it worked out for this year in terms of salary cap because it actually brought his cap number down but yeah and next year it's it's back up there and it's stupid and you're you have to sort of renegotiate again yeah i mean it's it's just if you if you cut him next year it's a 68 million dead dead uh, dead money wow. or well, you, you know you can't you just can't can you you just, just why you may as well just hang on to him for that but nobody's going to trade because obviously you're trading that contract too so like what's the point and especially at the age he's at like why you just make basically you're just waiting for him to say he's going to retire and then you just you can exhale um quite nicely um, but okay, let's do this, guys. Everybody at home, final score predictions. I'm going 27 13 to the Cowboys, just so you know. Um, I'm saying that because I had to put that in, <laughs> and my reasons why 43 
21 Cowboys. <laughs> yes. I'll go somewhere in between. I'll go 38-17. Mm. See, now yours is actually quite sensible, Lorne. I like it. Why not have a sensible score for a change? Very <laughs> very rare that happens to us. All right, then, folks, let's do this. The best part of all. Okie dokie. So uh, the gap is closing, guys. The gap, the gap is closing fast. Can we see the new score? All right, yeah, before we're before, we do, before we do that, we're getting the scores coming in there from everybody oh, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Stevie Lads went 17-21 Cowboys. Um, Joe's went Dallas 45, Green Bay 10, liking it. Mm-hmm. Uh, DG Dogs went 30-20. Good guys. I like it. All right. So we got the new scores available. Wait, let me guess, Heckmer's still 1-0. So the gap has closed. Oh. <laughs> so uh yes, after Rich is obviously guests that have come on and done this. Heck was on a donut. Don't worry. That that will change. That will change. <laughs> So play along at home, guys. Basically, it's really simple. It's a game of uh, higher or lower, over or under, whichever way you want to put it. I give you the score. You just tell me if it's going to be more or less, all right? So let's start with Dak Prescott, 18.6 fantasy points. 18.6. Higher. Higher. I'm I reckon think, yeah, I think... I, 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 it's going to be at least 25 points if, you, if that was the case, at least. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's he's building. He's he's got better week on week. He's had a week off to to look at things as well, and yes. you know just sharpen up a little bit more with receivers. Because you can bet, even though they've had time off, that you know he'll have been in the backyard with his receivers, and they'll have been running routes and everything. So, um, you know, and thankfully these guys, from what I can see, there's not been any. Uh, hijinks or any police reports while they've had these six days <laughs> off. So, um, you know, the, the, they've obviously decided to get down and realise that they're on a they're on a winner here. So let's let's go for it. So yep, everybody's all uh, uh, yep, everyone's all in higher. Yep, I like it. All right then, let's go with and we're going with Zeke, but this could be Tony Pollard too, depending on which way. Uh, it goes 11.6 fantasy points. Higher. Green Bay, um, Green Bay give a lot I, up to the ground. I'm, I'm going higher. Yeah, higher. Yeah. Higher. Like, the reason for that is because of the 3 4 defense. That's the reason why I'm saying it. Mm-hmm. It's a good reason. And too. I, 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 think, I think you'll get a couple of TDs as well. So, I mean, the TDs itself will be Six year points. 11. Yeah, if he gets, if he gets two TDs, that's twelve points already. Yeah, uh, and and Green Bay's defense not only is it bad against the run, it leaks, averagely quite a lot of points. I think they average like twenty four points a game. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty bad. All right, CD Lamb, fourteen and a half fantasy points. Hmm. 
That's a trickier one. I'm gonna I'm gonna say even on that one. Yeah, um, okay. I'm on. Yeah, I'm on the same boat. I'm on yeah, that's the same a point boat. either way. That's a point either way on that one. Yeah. So uh, Joe, Joe's went even as well. I like. I can see the reasons why. I want to see it. It's, it's a bit of a, a touchy one that one. But Dalton Schultz, nine point three fantasy points. Lower. I'm going lower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, I'm 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 all for Henderson and Ferguson to take over. I'm all I for that. I think the tight ends will score a touchdown in this game. I'm telling you, I'm thinking. I'm think Ferguson's going to be that guy now. I really do. He's getting there. I do. I do as well. I mean, and and you're seeing it as well that they're bringing on these these triple tight end sets as well, mm-hmm. and having them bunch out to the side. So you know. There's only so many passes that can be thrown towards certain tight ends, and you know that the the one thing that's been great about Dak over the years is that Dak will throw to whoever is open. He's not yeah. necessarily got a favourite receiver. Obviously, mm-hmm. we were saying that uh, Schultz is a safety blanket, but yeah, you know he he will throw to Henderson and Ferguson, and I think they're slowly putting it together that you know they are the up and comers. Um, and they're taking away they're taking away points from Schultz. Yeah, uh, and here is a, a interesting fact for you: the Cowboys have three tighter end touchdowns since Week Six, which uh, ranks third. And the Green Bay Packers in that time have given up three touchdowns to tight ends, which ranks last. <laughs> and there you go. Little factoid for you on that one. Cowboys defense. And I'm going to come back to this as well and ask you guys what the the thinking is here. Uh, Cowboys defense, uh, 6.5 fantasy points. (laughs) Come on, come on. That's that's an insult. That's an insult. Yeah. That's that's like, it's going to be at least 10 points, at least. I think so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like I, I can see you've got Trayvon Diggs against Alan Lazard. I see that being a pick at some point. He's going to pick that off. Yep. But they're going six point five fantasy points. Um. So, <laughs> so. So, basically, this week in eight games, they've scored less than six fantasy points twice. They've scored more than ten. One, two, three, four. And more than twenty twice. <laughs> and the and the two where they scored less than six were they the losses were they Tampa Bay and Philadelphia? Um, or? Tampa was one, and Philly was the other. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they got scored on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, I I think we're going to get sacks. We're going to get turnovers. That's going to take you over six points. And, you know, unless Aaron Rodgers has been playing possum all, all this season. Just for this season, one game. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, for, for all, McCarthy wants to prove that he, it was him that got them to the Super Bowl and he coached yeah, them. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is, is exactly the same. It's, it's the equivalent of Tom Brady and um, Bill Belichick when, they, when mm. the Buccaneers went back to 
yeah, yeah, Patriots yeah. as well. Yeah. So. yeah, I'm with you there. All right, and let's go on the Packers side. Aaron Rodgers, 18.2 fantasy points. Less than Dak. Less than Dak? Wasn't, wasn't Dak like 15 points Eight, or something? 18.6. All right. Oh, Rogers wow. is 18.2. Bear in well, mind, they are averaging 17 points per game on offense. Yeah. I'm, and they, I'm, they scored nine against the Lions, which was the 32nd ranked defense. I'm going to say lower because the way, lower the, the, way, the, the way I'm thinking about the score line and stuff like that, I'm going based on what I think the score line is going to be. And then yeah. obviously there was the mention about his right thumb, whatever it was. So yeah, yeah, right, right thumb. Yeah, yeah. And and like I said, his mental state right now. God knows how much he's been smoking that stuff right now. <laughs> he's so checked out. He's checked he's out. Che- yeah, so he's checked out. So I, <sighs> you might as well do a fantasy store for Jordan Love at this rate. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> all right. Well, Aaron Jones, who is got all the tools to crack this defense 17.6 fantasy points yeah it's too um yeah i'm gonna go lower with um, yeah like, like I, he, was, I, he was on crutches did you say he was on yeah. crutches yeah I, I, come on now Right. So then that would if he doesn't play, then we're saying that those points go to AJ Dillon. It'll be AJ um, a bit AJ, AJ Dillon, Dillon will, is like he will not have the same like yeah, like have the same output. Yeah, so he's good, don't get me wrong. He's he's very much the Pollard to Aaron. Yeah, yeah. That way, but, but we're going yeah, I'm point. I'm going I'm going lower on that. even if it is uh, Dillon. You know, and Dylan's in my fantasy squad, but he'll be sitting on the bench this weekend. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, ironically, in one of my fantasy groups, I have Alan Lazard, twelve point three fantasy points. I'm going to say higher, just just higher. I would say like if on you were pure targets, yeah, like receptions and yardage yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, he, he may have a touchdown, maybe, mm. but. I think it will be the next guy. I think it's going to be the more threat, to be honest. Um, but I think if you were to say 15 points, then I would have said even. So mm. that's why I'm saying higher. Yeah. Yeah. I'll uh, tell you what, just to be different, I'll I'll go even on that. Um, but I think I think Paul's right. It's it's going to be slightly higher than that. But is it 15 points or is it just 13 points or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that would land you for a point score there, uh, Lorne, if you did. Now you've gone even, Stevens. Yep. Uh, Robert Tonyan, 7.3. Higher. Uh, that's the guy I'm more concerned about is Robert Tonyan. He's not, he's not a bad little tight end. He's not bad at all. Like, yeah. like God give him his credit and due, like, but he, he's he's a red zone threat for sure. So if if he's in the twenty yard, like if Green Bay were from twenty yards, then you're expected to see Robert Tonya to be there. So, and he never um, needs to come off the field either. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying higher. Like I think seven point three does not justify his service to the team. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, he he he's a bit like Schultz. He rose from obscurity. Nobody had heard of him. I think he yeah. was. I think he was even their third string tight end at one point, impressed mm. in action purely because of injury. Yeah. Um, and then there was there was a Monday night game or something like that where he absolutely exploded onto the scene, and he's been st- he's been steady since. So, not. I mean, the only thing you could say is Jadron Curse is is back to being the tight end they- killer. Um, but I think it, I think Lazard and Tonyan will be Aaron Rodgers' main threats. Yeah, the I only think, two. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm saying even for Ton, uh, for uh, Lazard, I'm going high, slightly higher for uh, Tonyan. All right then, um, and then one moment. I haven't put a score in for Lawn. Let me just put it in there. There we go. Um, and then the defense. And this is what I was going to come back to. The Packers defense is uh, looking to score six point six fantasy points, which is more than the Cowboys defense. I'm going to say yeah. even. Well, it's well, and it's they're not going to score more points than the Cowboys. That's for sure. And that question, but in terms of their Fantasy thing, I think it's going to. I think it's even. Even. Mm-hmm. Lone? I'm going lower because I think lower. you know I've said I've said 38, 38 17 So thirty-eight. Yeah, so that's a big is, score. Yeah. Is a big score. Um, you know, and I don't. The one thing about this offense is we touch wood. We haven't been turning the ball over, so that's that's one less thing. As we've said, the offensive line isn't giving up a hell of a lot of sacks. You know they're without their best pass rusher with Rashawn Gary, so mm. I don't I don't see them suddenly racking up unless we have a complete brain fart because we've been we've been <laughs> on the bye week. Um, I don't see this happening. So yeah, lower. Yeah. All righty, there we are. We are locked and loaded in. That is uh, all of that for for this week. Um, now, just so you know. We've got a string of special guests coming up all the way uh, through to Christmas, which should be a lot of fun. Some interesting guests coming on the Thanksgiving special, uh, but we'll talk about that next week. Uh, so everyone's in the loop. But that should be a bit of fun. Might try and even do a little bit of a giveaway. I don't know. Ooh. I was going to try and save the giveaway, but I'm getting all Thanksgiving-y, so... <laughs> so the giveaways are turkey. So, um, but uh, no, we'll 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 figure something out. We will get our soil because it's always good. Um, but Lorne, hit me with this. Right. So if like Paul, who posted today that it's only three weeks to his <laughs> his trip off to Dallas, if you're going across to Dallas for a game, obviously check out Cowboys Experience for the ultimate meet and greet, stadium tours, game tickets, tailgating, and much much more. Get to meet former players like Drew Pearson, um, Jay Novacek. Get to meet current players like Michael Parsons, Zach Martin. You know, and if you use the code UK Cowboys, then they'll treat you like absolute royalty. They treat you great anyway, but they'll just give you that extra little thing, and they'll give you free, free stuff. <laughs> Paul. Yeah, guys, also be sure to check out our fellow content creators from DallasCowboys.com's Talking Cowboys, Hanging with the Boys, The Break, Mickey Shots, and much more. Also, go and check out SB Nation, where you can find the likes of myself and Meg Murray doing the world's team, among others. And also, you can check out Mark's articles in there as well. 
Also, go and check out Lisa Big Game James, J Tuck there for Cowboys fans only, CFO Sports, Pick Six Sports with Knicks, Cowboys Can Fan, all the guys from Canada. Big shout out to those guys and yes. guys. So be sure to go and check all, the, all these guys out. They do amazing stuff with their content. So, yes. yeah. So keep an eye out on things. Like we say, make sure to go to Blogging the Boys to see Paul's America's team podcast, my articles, and also keep an eye on Lawn. He's doing some stuff with what a, what team. What a team. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not how you say it. Um, okay, maybe it's how you say it. Um, but yes, that's it, guys. So we will be back uh after the weekend. Well, before, before you go, um I <laughs> but we're trying to hook up for a beer then let's do it why not beer whiskey cowboys is all good uh but yes have a great weekend guys uh we will see you after the weekend and um, we'll have the post game show on with graham hosting um but let's enjoy it it's a nice kickoff time too so guys take us out please oh you go Lauren. right well go cowboys let's Pound, pound, pound Aaron Rodgers into the turf. And then it, the Packers will be saying, now that we've found love, what are we going to do? You know? So. <laughs> don't, don't they call the dice where says, kill, 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 but that's going to be on the Green Bay Packers because they're going to die, die, die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>